It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. My name is Morty Oberstein. I'll be your host today. You might know me as Wix's official liaison to the SEO community. Let me remind you very clearly, this has nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morty magic. When, where, when, where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find the SEO Rant at the SEORant.com. You can check us out on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and completely terrible podcasts are found. We are there. The SEO Rant, when does it come out? I have no idea. There's no official set schedule. I kind of put it out weekly on Thursdays. That's sort of been the routine. But if I don't have time to do an episode, I don't. So it makes sense to subscribe so you are notified when new episodes come out. Let's get to it today. For your listening pleasure, she has 10 years of experience, 10 plus years of experience in the SEO industry. She's a foodie who loves website audits. Those are two things that go hand in hand. She's the head of organic marketing at Position 2. She's Mercy Janaki. How are you? I'm great, Molly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, if you're a foodie and you like website audits, like what's your dream day? <laughs> Is it like great food while auditing websites? Maybe I'll put it on the other way around. Like, you know, when you complete an audit, go and have your feast. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually website auditors are the thing that maybe you want to go drink something. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> website audits are not my favorite thing, in case you can't tell. Um, say, so we have a great topic today. And I'm just going to hand it over to you. I love the way you phrase this to me um, when we were talking about what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about SEO industry and the hard truths. We can probably do this for like five hours. Yeah. But the, the, the mic is yours. Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, being in the industry for like uh, more than uh, 10 years, um, uh, I, I, I always think, uh, you know, from where I started with this, like I was in the industry right where, uh, you know, we do directory submissions and social bookmarking and, uh, you know, those sort of things. And uh, people uh, go hardly about uh, keyword density, you know, discuss uh, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, you know, fearlessly about the percentage that you have to achieve. So I, have, I was there in the industry from that time. Nice. So I, I can, you know, yeah, I can easily relate how this uh, industry has evolved, you know, over the period of time. And um, uh, it's not like a data entry work anymore, right? Like uh, it's pretty hard to do SEO uh, because it's not a, a one size fits all. Uh, because that is where I find that, uh, you know, uh, people need to understand more things very specifically. Uh, because uh, uh, SEO, at least people read and learn. Because like any other community, SEO community, you know, like uh, go and publish like a lot of uh, guides and uh, whatever they have, uh, you know, learned in the uh, work that they were doing and stuff like that. They don't like hide it. Like at least I have uh, learned like that only. So uh, though there is a good part in that, you know, there are a lot of guides for the newbies to go after and, uh, you know, learn from that. But I also always have a fear factor when I have juniors in my team to tell them, go read this, right? Because it, they shouldn't uh, take an approach that, okay, this uh, has worked for a so-and-so person, so it will work for me. Uh, it's not like that because there are a lot of underlying elements that cover that particular, you know, website growth. 
um, and uh, recently we have been seeing a lot of uh, you know the traffic growth screenshots in linkedin like uh, from 0 to 41k yes i love like, that <laughs> i love that yeah. oh yeah. it's by the way i find the, i i i completely ignore those every time i see them because you have no idea what the context is you have no idea what the yeah. heck is going on i mean i I don't want to take away from the good work that people are doing and like you know I'm not against showcasing and you know bragging go for it. But as like a thing we're like hey I did this check this out I'm amazing and awesome. That's great you are amazing and awesome. But that doesn't mean that like that's going to work for anything that has to do with anything and this yeah. is about that's a it's a great pat yourself on the back tweet. That is not a great learn for me tweet. absolutely you put it in the right sense uh, modi because you know um uh, if the screenshot looks so fancy so everybody gets attracted to it and you you know maybe it is a kind of uh, you know like bait or comment bait in linkedin that's what people wanted to do but i don't as you said right uh, i have high regards for whoever has worked and uh, showed the growth because i know like you know uh, i mean so hundreds of hours could have even uh, gone into that when a particular team worked for a particular growth on a brand but they talk about only you know a tool gave me uh, you know this growth or a particular strategy i worked on an internal linking building and uh, you know sorry the internal link optimization that uh, helped me to grow this numbers that is what i am very concerned about because a you know unless otherwise you have a website as a launch pad uh, you know uh, uh, without any technical issues or the content uh, uh, done it in a right way so there are like uh, multiple points has to be stitched together to uh, bring a you know the kind of growth or the chart that uh, we are seeing is that but uh, you know the uh, blog post or a particular case study doesn't talk about that it only highlights uh maybe one or two points where they uh, you know uh, where they what they actually wanted to you know portray to the users that is why my concern comes in uh, i don't want the uh, you know juniors in the industry to just read that and get the things wrong because as you grow seo is going to be even more difficult because you know the yeah, machine language and ai and algorithm is getting so sophisticated So uh, you know that is one of the things that I always wanted to put forward. You know, it's, it's a funny point because, at least to me, I know you love site audits. But my one of my favorite thing about SEOs is taking a site, looking at it, and understanding okay, what's the site's underlying identity? What are they trying to do? How might Google look at them? What are the underlying causalities that would prevent or make this site rank for this page or not for that page? And sort of diagnosing, problem solving. That's my favorite part about we're like getting hands on with the site, and I feel like that's the least part of what everybody's doing. Yeah, I, exactly. Oh, this, right, this post, that post, this thing, that tool. I think it's more problem with the tools. That's my personal opinion. Oh well, the tool said this. It must be this. Without yeah. taking a more holistic understanding of what's going on with the site, so it's a it's a terrible. It's a terrible. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a terrible loss for somebody trying to get into SEO or starting off in SEO and not having the experience of really getting into the underlying junk of the site. Yeah, yeah. Even in the site audit, right? Like um, uh, there are checklists uh, on the internet, like uh, you know, ten uh, uh, surefire 
checklist or you know like uh, some goes up to 100 101 checklist to go after but it's all good but unless or otherwise you get the point that what the objective of the business to go after then doing the you know just following the checklist of 1 to 100 or 1 to 25 it's not going to help and um, also you have different cms uh, and you know like each cms comes with a different challenge and uh, the you know one sort of checklist may you know that's why we call it as checklist right it's not a, a way to just stick to that and uh, uh, strategize your uh, work towards that so that is one of the uh, main issues that see because uh, especially when it comes from uh, you know the high uh, I, i don't know okay I, I, i'm not sure whether to call them high authoritative sites but you know at least in the industry when juniors think that you know they <laughs> do do name names do name names okay no, don't <laughs> no it's just like that right even in the moss or even in uh, search engine journal and stuff like that uh, i i actually not very happy about how search engine journal works now it's everywhere ads like my browser hangs like hell and i i am a person who followed search engine journal like uh, very diligently when i learned to see but now you know even i, I know many uh, you know uh, uh, people are really uh, delivering a lot of good content there in search engine journal uh, i am a part of women in tech seo uh, community and see uh recently uh, ruth has actually uh, uh, i mean published a great piece of content about uh, seo and python script and stuff like that but when and when i wanted to read and uh, you know do my homework it's not letting me do like you have everywhere pops up pop ups and pop outs and, and everywhere yeah yeah, yeah exactly of, I, i and i get it they have to do that i i i side point i don't think maybe i'm wrong I don't think there's one good place anymore where you can get really strong SEO content. I used to feel maybe search engine land had that where you would go there. It was always going to be another one. It's something you're interested in or you agree with, but it's always a strong piece. I mean, they're not really taking so much contribution content anymore to begin with, at least there's really no place to get really strong content every time. That's why I like like lists like um, Alayda Souls has her newsletter. SEO FOMO. Yeah. So I know I can go through there. Yeah. I can find and she'll piece it together for me. It's a really good resource, by the way. If you're listening to this, check out our latest sales newsletter, SEO um, FOMO, hashtag SEO FOMO. I just Google it. You'll find it because there's uh, no one good place. To, and there's, I find there's a lot of bias in the articles being written. You have to be careful. Like, for example, if an SEO tool is going to talk about doing competitor analysis, you know, they're going to take a place where the starting point is going to be with the tool because that's yeah. kind of what they do. but really the starting point is not with the tool the starting point is understanding what the business is about what are the businesses you're competing exactly. with are about what's your target audience is there an overlap in the target audience what's google showing what's google not showing blah 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 and then going to a yeah. tool and sort of refining that whole process but you won't get that if an seo tool or someone associated with the tool is going to be writing the article and i get that but you have to be aware of that yeah uh, especially the competitor audit right i i have used many seo tools but none of them could actually capture what is your you know organic competitors in the right way uh, they uh, you know sometimes vaguely they show you wikipedia and some you know uh, gov websites which i'm not worried about at all because i know they are there 
but they are there for a reason i am not going to compete with them my idea is very clear like it's a you know apple to apple comparison i am wanted to compete only with a competitor who i really care about so seo tools as you said you know it's just a tool it's just based on an algorithm it runs on specific set of uh, you know principles and uh, especially the backlink audits uh, i go mad uh, you know like uh, <laughs> when i get the details like it's uh, it's always good to you know have that uh, list pulled from the tools because it saves you a lot of time but definitely not worthwhile to completely believe there and uh, you know go up No, and I can tell you firsthand when I worked at Rank Ranger, one of the biggest things that we were trying to do is how do we turn the data into something that you can actually use? And it's not easy. It's very, very hard. And the, the tools are trying to, to bridge the gap between, hey, you know, we have the data and we want to make this so that it's, it's something you can put into practice, make it really easy and really actionable. But it's not. You There's, there's never going to be that perfect synthesis there's always going to be a gap between the data and what you are going to do with that data and no tool can solve that it just does. by the way you brought up a point i want to harp back on this i maybe you disagree with me but i find that the seo world in general considers every keyword catchable you can win for every keyword and i don't think that's true there are certain keywords that you're just not yeah. gonna you're just not gonna win and it's no yeah. nothing you're doing wrong there's just there's so there's, there's only 10 slots on the serp or nine yeah. or depend or eight depending on the serp or five depending <laughs> yeah. on the serp and you're competing with you know the webmds of the world or espn or cnn you're just not going to win yeah and i think that's okay you're not doing i don't think you're doing anything wrong <laughs> exactly and i always tell uh, you know uh, it, it's my personal opinion the keyword ranking positions can only be rented in google right like you can't always be there it's not your own place it's just a rented out place like you can just be there maybe sometimes um, uh, that's what the challenges comes in certain clients uh, uh, you know are very particular about keyword ranking and when you present them on the uh, call and uh, maybe uh, you know while you speaking to them they will be googling it and they will be seeing a pretty uh, you know new number and uh, it it will be very hard to explain them about uh, you know the personalization and the you know cookies and uh, so many things so yeah we used to get those emails at rank ranger all the time how come i <laughs> you're telling me that i'm ranking number 5 but i look at it i see i'm ranking number 2 and these are seos like you you realize <laughs> that what we're doing is taking a bunch of different we're scraping a bunch of different serps for the same keyword from multiple locations and kind of aggregating it together and giving you what's basically an average representation of what your ranking is like at any given point in time you can check it yeah. we can run the same thing an hour later and it'll it'll be different because the range is different yeah. right Ra- i ranking is such a vanity metric in my mind i think it's time to move way past it yeah especially in local seo right when you go like a very hyper local element like for a zip code level of uh, keyword ranking it it becomes totally uh, you know not meaningful for you to even report that metric to a client yeah yeah i mean i i i'm not saying i don't like ranking i, I definitely look at rankings i like to see the trends i like to see what's happening yeah. how is google understanding my page how is google understanding my the changes that i've made to a page what's happening it's great i'm not saying it's but to use it as a very specific 
oh, I'm making number three and now I'll do this and I'll get the number, I'll get the number two. And this is exactly what's going, it's, it's a little too much. I think it's much, it's much better as a meta analysis versus yeah. a micro analysis, but Hey, what micro. the hell do I know about rank dragging? Um, yeah. <laughs> I can even give you an example. Recently, there was a discussion in, uh, you know, uh, where I was involved in the group and, uh, uh the search volume is pretty low. I think it is about 120 or something for a keyword and uh, it is ranking in maybe position seven or something. Uh, the person wanted to, you know, uh, um, move that uh, further. I said, you can't do that because like if you do that and tomorrow you will see another keyword for the same page in the position three, then what do you do? You can't keep optimizing for uh, you know, keywords. So uh, I always tell them, like, look into the landing page. Or, you know, what are the number of keywords that you rank on the particular page, and what is the growth that you are seeing over a period of time? Right. From one, am I in the keyword universe is increasing for me? Then that would be the right uh, way to you know approach this particular situation. Correct. I I, I see much more potential ranking a hundred and trying to get the you know to nine or eight or whatever it is versus I'm a number two and I never need to get to number one. Again, that's where I think that the vanity of all this comes in. I have to be number one. No, you don't, by the way. You could be number two and number three. You could be number five, six, and still get a lot of traffic. Like, it doesn't mean you might get more traffic at two or one than you are yeah. at eight. But if you're getting a lot of traffic from it, be happy. Like, I'm not saying don't try to improve, but also be happy with the traffic that you're getting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. SEOs, forget SEOs, it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So we've we've reached that point in the podcast where I know that my listenership is going to drop off a cliff, and, and my and and I like to stick it to the audience a little bit. I know you're not going to listen after this, so I'm not going to talk. That's it. You get nothing from me anymore. <laughs> you bunch of bastards. Anyway, I'm joking. I love my audience. <laughs> I said, what am I doing with this podcast? Anyway, Mercy, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm active on LinkedIn. I used to be a social person like everywhere, Twitter and Facebook, but um, I feel that I know I have to have a better work-life balance as well. So focusing only on LinkedIn, yeah, you can find me there. Good, good for you. I need to find that balance, although I've been hating on Facebook lately. Awesome to have you on. Um, definitely check out Mercy on LinkedIn. Find her, the Women in Tech SEO. By the way, big shout out to Women in Tech SEO. Love what Rita's doing. Love the group. And I love every interview I have with people from the group. It's so much better than the big names out there. So I really appreciate you coming on and talking with us today on my little podcast. Thanks, Mori. It was wonderful experience. And you made it so, you know, uh, happy and uh, uh, enjoyable uh, discussion. Well, then, uh, then my, like my work here is done. <laughs> My work here is done. Oh, oh, quick note to the audience listening. Where can you find the SEO podcast? Um, you can find our little SEO podcast at theseorent.com on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are found. Makes sense to subscribe wherever you do consume your podcast because there's no set schedule to the SEO rant. It kind of comes out whenever, though I do try to keep it weekly. Again, thank you, Mercy, for coming on. And until next time, folks, toodles. <laughs>